Hey, what's up? This is Brian Idol, and you're listening to the Rest Things Podcast. on people this is lucha v from the wrestling's podcast with and we was able to get an exclusive interview from the man brian idol you may know him from the asap yams championship match we're going to get into a big interview talking about how that came about what he's been doing in the meantime and before and what his plans are what's happening guys welcome to the wrestling's podcast um it's anafi here joined of dog boy um yeah man we got a special guest on the line as well, man. You've definitely What's up? seen him online. Definitely been viral. Goes by the name of Brian Idol. What's up, guys? <laughs> I like that you're a round of applause on the, uh, <laughs> the intro. How's it going, man? Uh, really good, man. Thanks for uh, hitting me up. It's uh, it's good to be on your show. And uh, I'm just chilling, man. In my, uh, currently sitting in my, uh, my recliner. I was watching some, uh, watching some TV, just chilling. I got to go teach a class in a little while. Okay. Yeah, man. Um, well, like, as you can tell, we're big fans of wrestling from London as well. Um, obviously, we saw what happened in the ASAP Yams um, event, and we was like, "Yo, this is sick, man!" So we like, always <laughs> had to look into it and see what this guy's about. We saw the ro- um, the showreel on your on your YouTube, and I was like, "Yo," I was like, "Yo, this guy is sick." Like his moveset is sick, the way he like fights and everything is sick. And um, yeah, man, thought you know, you sit you up and find out a bit more about you, man. Oh, so. I appreciate it, man. So like, uh, you know, I mean, for for those that don't know, I uh, I wrestled for, uh, I mean, you know, in the last few years, primarily, I wrestled for WWN, which is like Evolve and FIP, yeah. and uh, you know, a lot of the indies around around the U.S. And I mean, and I I have been. Uh, I have been over to uh, your side of the pond there, and uh, okay. yeah, I, I was in. Uh, that was for uh, Fight Nation. I did. Uh, it was almost two years ago now. It okay. was. Uh, I guess they're IPW now. Yeah, it's okay. Billy Billy Woods Company there, and uh, but yeah, I had I had some good matches, man. I, I, I wrestled uh, Chris Brooks. Oh, sick! And uh, oh man, I'm, I'm so mad. I can't think of the other dude. I, <laughs> Guy's been around forever, man. Johnny, uh, what's his Johnny name? Storm? Yeah, Johnny Storm. Man. Oh, <laughs> Guy's sick. awesome. He's yeah. legit. Yeah, Yo, yeah. he is legit, dude. Uh, so yeah, man, I had a really good time when I was there, man. I'm hoping, to, I'm hoping to get back over to you guys soon, man. I yeah, man, I'll be sick, man. Whenever you're down, man, let us know. We'll come and watch you, man. Honestly, yeah, man. Well, yeah, you know, if you got any, if you got any buddies over there booking shows, tell them to hit me up. I mean, Billy says from IPW. Keeps yeah. telling me any day, man. He's been telling me any day for a lot of days, so I don't know. Uh, oh, do you know, once once Billy lets you know, 
Like, you let us know. We're there, bro. No, we'll be there. We'll be front yeah. row. I appreciate it, man. You got, right. you, got any, you got merch there, man. You got merch. Oh, yeah, I got yeah, I got T-shirts and stuff, man. Sick, yeah, man. We're gonna, we'll support that. We'll support that, bro. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. I'll, uh, hey, you guys let me know. I'll, I'll get those to you. But, uh, you know, like I said, man, just on the subject of that real quick, man, I got to tell you, you know, that was the first time I had ever been to England. I went to London. I went to Canterbury. I think uh, Weymouth. Uh, I mean, we, we I saw a lot of I saw a lot of different places around there, and uh, you know, I got to tell you, man, a beautiful beautiful country, man, and I totally dig the vibe. I had a good time. I won a shitload of money at the uh, the Hippodrome <laughs> Casino. Okay, wow. yeah. and and I swear I don't know if it was a coincidence, but I swear, dude, I'm pretty sure it was brand new. They basically had like these burlesque girl strippers. Oh wait, like, is that one of the is that the one on Tottenham Court Road? Hippodrome. I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> don't ask me, bro. I, I was just walking the streets, man. I was like, oh, is this a casino? I'm in. And uh, I mean, like, but it seemed like it was brand new, the, uh, the, the whole downstairs where they had these, like, burlesque girls that were basically strippers. And, you know, I won a bunch of money, and I was like, I had strippers talking to me, and it was all in all. It was a, it was a good night. And no one told me, and by the way, no yeah. one told me that the uh, – the 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 underground there the the metro whatever you want to yeah, call metro, it no yeah. one told me it doesn't run at night it doesn't run at night yes bro yeah. so only only 24 hours on a weekend I'm the, sorry yeah, about that. yeah that was a weeknight and uh so that led to me taking a bus Bussy. and now mind you dude i got no phone <laughs> i got like my phone was dead at this point so i got no phone i don't know i don't know shit of where i'm going so i was like basically standing in a in like an alleyway waiting for a bus and like i might oh, be nervous man. if i wasn't like a jacked up pro wrestler so like yeah, i'm standing yeah. there and i i can kind of see people like there were some rough characters and they're looking at me and uh you know and and i mean i'm guessing you guys are primarily you're based out of england so probably most of your listeners are are from there and yeah. i discovered something and you're gonna think i'm insane but you know when you're an american in london yeah. it, or or even the outskirts whatever you kind of don't realize that you don't expect because we all speak the same language basically, mm. but then the accents come into play. And yeah. you know, some of these dudes, I can't understand shit that's coming out of their mouths. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, like, I'm like, dude, I was, I was waiting at this bus stop and people were trying to talk to me. And I was like, and I'm from like New York city originally, man. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like trying to like, keep it cool but like yeah. I, I don't i don't know if they're threatening me or asking me for directions you know what i mean so I, <laughs> so, basically, you, so basically every every question or anytime anybody looked at me or said something i'm aggressively like yeah what do you want what do you want and i'm like puffing out at them and they're like it's too funny man but yeah i rode uh, this bus for what seemed like i don't know two hours to get back like towards, we took uh, a night bus man yeah from the night bus yeah night yeah. bus night buses are the worst man they were so, the worst so we have to go through that, man. Sorry, we have to go through that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, that's that's my. But I, dude, I love London. Also, I had some amazing uh, Chinese food there at yeah, what, over by that? the by the casino, man. There was like a little oh, really? Chinatown section, and ah, and they had yeah, it was over there somewhere, you know. And then there's that other what's that? Ah, there's like the little sex district there, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, Soho, Soho, Soho. Yeah, so like Soho, it was all right over there, man. Yeah, and then yeah, there's like yeah. this. There's like these outdoor like Chinese food places, like buffet style. And I had really yeah. good Chinese food, like late at night. It was really good. And I was like, oh. 
All right, but I'll get off that. I'll, I'll, <laughs> we'll talk uh, about listen, something. No, next, no, next time you definitely come, let us know, man. Let us know. Yo, I'm totally down, yeah. man. I need, I need bros to hang with while I'm there, man. Yeah, of I course, can't, man. So, I mean, let's know, like, how did you get a start in the industry? Oh. Well, I mean, a long time ago, bro. I mean, most people can't tell by looking at me, but I've been doing this a long, long time, dude. I started wrestling when I was, like, 16. And, wow. uh, you know, we're talking, like, uh, I'm almost on 20 years here, bro. And, uh... So, you know, I started, actually, I mean, it's, it's a great story and actually I might as well mention it because I, I just talked to him today and now we're going to be doing a show together next week. But, uh, you know, I started in the, you know, the goofing around in somebody's backyard and then a couple of, uh, local pro guys that were like really old, like, I guess their kids heard about us and like the guy's kid was like eight or nine years old. Like lived in the neighborhood, came by to see what was going on. Then the dad was like, "Oh, what do they got wrestling?" He came, and he was just a local, you know, nobody wrestler. And uh, he was like, "Oh man, some of you guys are good. You ought to do this. Uh, you know, you should try to do it for real." And like in that group, in our group was like me, uh, Tony Nice, you know, Anthony Nice is in WWE right now. Uh, uh, and then the dude I just talked to today, who I haven't talked to in a long time, is uh, you know, Mikey from the Spirit Squad, Mike Mondo. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so we were talking about it today, just laughing at it. You know, after all these years, we're still doing it. And uh, so, you know, it's interesting. But, uh, yeah, that's that's how we got into it, man. And, uh, you know, from there, we just trained for real and went to some cool places with, like, the uh, LIWF Doghouse, which is notorious for guys like Homicide and Loki. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, definitely I was not regarded on that level <laughs> at that time. <laughs> wow. Uh, you know, then I trained with uh, Mikey Whipwreck for a while, and he was, you know, mm. he, he's he got me good for sure. And then uh, just kept rolling from there, man. I mean, I spent some time with a lot of different dudes. You know, I trained a little bit with Sabu. I feel like I'm one of the only people that ever could say that. How how is Sabu? How is Sabu in person? Is he a cool like? Is he? Uh, he's a maniac. <laughs> 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 nah, have you got any stories? Have you got any stories to tell us? Bro, I got sad blue stories that they're going. To, he's got a book coming out. I got two of them that are going in the book. Oh, wow. <laughs> tell, tell us what, man. Uh, I mean, a short story of it. Sabu yeah. steals a rental car uh, and crashes oh. it and is so, so high that he can't speak. And somehow, <laughs> somehow mumbles two words to a concerned pedestrian who then drives him. Uh, 10 miles back to the hotel. And by the way, he stole the rental car because he he uh, he wanted to get White Castle. But we had just gotten White Castle maybe an hour before. Like, oh. we had just spent $40 at White Castle an hour before. So this dude ate $20 worth of White Castle at least and then passed out, woke up an hour later, stole the rental car, went and tried to go to White Castle, instead drove, like, all over the hotel like garden area and, <laughs> and so there was tire marks all over the place crashed this car somewhere on a highway somewhere and the, and, the, and the crazy part white castle was like two blocks up and somehow he ended up on a highway crashed car on a highway like totally destroyed the whole car uh and and uh didn't know where he was or how to get back somehow got back to the hotel and all the while couldn't speak because he was so high and uh i mean yeah that's one sad moon star i mean <laughs> Yeah, big up Sabu, bro. He likes partying. He likes partying. Uh. <laughs> so, did you have any influences um, in pro wrestling growing up? Oh yeah, man. I mean, 
my whole life, I don't know, man. I mean, people say it, but like when I was six years old, dude, and I would watch wrestling, like I knew 100%. Like I was like, yo, I'm going to be a wrestler. And I used to like, I mean, I guess all kids do, but like, I don't know, man. I just felt it was like too possible. Like I was like, there's no way this is not happening. And there's no way that I'm not going to wrestle this guy. And like to grow up, like I would see Jake the snake, right? And I'd be like, man, like, I thought he was so cool when I was a little kid. And I was like, whatever. And I was like, I can't wait to wrestle this guy. And then, like, I grew up and I wrestled Jake the Snake. And I was like, that's what it. And I mean, that? What was that? Yeah. Oh, man, I wrestled him so many times. Uh, wow. First time I wrestled him was probably, like, 2000, I don't know, I want to say 2010. Maybe 2009, 10. I don't know. Uh, but uh, he's, a, he's a real cool guy, man. But, yeah, I've definitely done, done a bunch of stuff with him. And... Uh, you know, tons of guys like that. I mean, I've, so like, I don't know if you guys know because it seems like you guys kind of just found me and just hearing about me. Like, I used to do another gimmick. Uh, was it? I was no, I was known as Earl Cooter. Earl Cooter, yeah, yeah. And, we saw, yeah. we saw. Goldust yeah. as Earl Cooter, didn't you? I did what? Wrestled Goldust. I did wrestle Goldust as Earl Cooter uh, a couple and, times and, actually. That, yeah. Okay. Wow. I got a pretty, I got a pretty sick uh, resume when it comes to legends, man. I've wrestled everybody, dude. Like, you know, like the Hardy Boys, Jake the Snake, Roberts, yeah. Sandman, Sabu, Just Incredible. Oh. You know, you said Goldust, Bushwhacker, Luke, Lanny, Poffo, Bruce Jeez. the Barber, Beefcake, the Honky Tonk Man. Uh, I mean, the list is like I could go on, dude, for like two hours. I've wrestled almost wow. every everybody that's a a legend. I mean, I just been lucky. A lot of times you end up on shows, you know, and and. I worked for some big companies, like big time wrestling, you know, like even th things I never thought would happen. Like I wrestled the Steiner brothers oh, recently. Wow. Yeah, it was so sick. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like in Road Warrior Animal was their manager. And <laughs> it's just like, you can't believe like sometimes you're just like, wow, that's who I'm wrestling today. So, so is, it safe to, is it safe to say that you're the real legend killer? Yeah, yeah, that's it. You're the real uh, legend killer, right there. Probably not, because more often than not, I gotta lose to these guys. So oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more like the legend reestablisher yeah. because I look really good, and they're like, "Oh, they beat this guy. He looks pretty good." So uh, no, I'm not not quite the legend killer, but uh, I'm gonna give it to you anyways. Yeah, we're <laughs> giving it to you, man. You're, that's you, man. I appreciate that's it. I appreciate it, but. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, you know, it's it's wild. So, like I said, I I mean, for me, you know, probably the coolest thing now, and I can finally talk about it. I mean, maybe uh, maybe half the people hate me. I don't know, but like, how rad is it that where I live, like I work out with Hulk Hogan sometimes, and like, oh, hey, oh my gosh, hey, hey, yeah. listen, tell me this right now, bro. This is this is the question. This is the sure. debate that all of us keep like talking about like forever. Sure. Isn't sure. the leg drop? Isn't the leg Hulk Hogan leg drop one of the best moves, yeah, ever? Best uh, finishers ever. Oh yeah, of course, man. Thank and, and I mean, oh from a, and and from even a technical standpoint, the coolest thing about Hogan's finisher is anybody could take it. So yeah. like, you don't, you know what I mean? Like, you don't need to be. You can't, it's like if you got a guy and like, oh, I can't jump or I can't do this. Or, oh, you know, oh, I can't, I can't take that bump. Like anybody can lay on their back, man. Hogan's like, just lay down. Yeah. I got you with the leg drop. And 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 you can't deny that. You know, in in its heyday, the leg drop, dude. Nobody. I mean, it was completely, completely believable. You know what I mean? And it was. Uh, that's really awesome, man. I mean, it's a, it's a legit move. Like, okay, Brian, honestly, thank you very much, man. These guys have been cussing <laughs> the, the, the leg drop, the trash move. But to me, that's one of the best moves, man, ever. 
Well, so team. wait, so now I'm stuck on your team, so now the other yeah, team yo. hates me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong, the leg drop in its heyday is one of, I, I would say it's one of the most influential moves, but right. I, mean, yeah, I look at it now and I'm just like, what the heck? Why, why would anyone want to... Well, again, man, I mean, that's a, this is where we get into the technical side of wrestling and we, we peel it back a little bit and you're talking about psychology and this and that. Yeah. And, you know, it was the way they built it, man. And, I mean, Hulk Hogan's a big guy. And, if you, I mean, think about it, dude. Hey, lay on your back. Let me just jump on you and slam my hip down on your throat. You might not get up in three seconds. Thank you. Thank you. Are you <laughs> it makes sense, but I'll, I'll, I'll root with you, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, how cool is that, though? Like, you know, I, I, it's like something I wanted to talk about for the last couple of years. And like, you know, like I start my day off, you know, I live on the beach, I, I wake up and it's like, I, I go to the gym and like my, my buddies at the gym are like Bushwhacker Luke and Hulk Hogan. And like, that's, that's my, like, you know what I mean? Those are my mornings. Like, I'm like, what's up Hulkster? And he'll be like, where are you at this weekend, brother? And he'll, you know what I mean? And he'll start telling me stories. I'll be like, oh, I'm in uh, New York today, or I'm going to New York this weekend. He'll be like, oh, I remember when I used to have to drive from Philly and then at three o'clock wrestle at Madison Square Garden and then drive back to Philly for the next day. You know what I mean? Always, and my leg was broke. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> always telling me, always telling me these stories. And I don't ask, but you always tell them. But, That's crazy, man. Yeah, it's pretty funny. But, but like I said, it was rough. You know, he had a rough couple of years. I mean, people still don't like him as much, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. But of course, now, he's so. back in, now he's back in WWE, so I don't have to be yeah. afraid to mention him as much. So, yeah. shout out to the Hulkster. <laughs> I like pumping yeah. iron with you. I'm also I'm also gonna point out that Hulk Hogan looks very unimpressed that I routinely lift a larger amount of weight than he does. Oh, <laughs> obviously, the age, obviously, the age, the age plays a part, isn't it? And I don't think so, man. He's a lot bigger than me, and he should be able to outlift me, but he just can't. I'm very strong. Well, you are the legend killer, so we'd expect yeah, you, are the, go. Yeah, exactly. you are the legend killer. Uh, honestly. Oh. So you heard it first. You're the you're the first out of all the all the uh, all the all the radio shows that I've done in my whole career. You're the first one where I declared that I outlift Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Thanks, man. Honestly, hey, that's that's a privilege to have that on our show. <laughs> one thing I wanted to ask you is, yeah, sure. Because yeah. obviously, when I was young, innit, I wanted to become a wrestler. But obviously, um, like I I like I didn't fulfill it. But what does it take for you to become a wrestler? Honestly, man, I just think it just takes effort like i mean it's not that look becoming a wrestler is it's a subjective word because like are you a good wrestler what is a good wrestler what is this what is that so you know i train a lot of wrestlers and i've trained some that have gone all the way and uh you know i just think if you're gonna be a wrestler it means that you have to try and like everyone's like wrestling is cool because you don't always have to be the same type. You know what I mean? If you're a big fat guy, that could be an advantage. If you're, if you're a really skinny guy, that could be an advantage. You know what I mean? So it's like, if you're really short, if you're really tall, even if you're average, there's, there's always something about you specifically that can become an advantage. But like, if you're not trying and you're not, you know what I mean? If you're not committing yourself, you have no chance, but if you try and commit yourself and you do that for, whatever period of time, whether it's one year, two years, three years, four years, whatever, if you do that, chances are, man, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna live the dream. And if you, if you, if you don't do that, you're going to have sour grapes. You know what I mean? And I feel yeah. like I did the same thing. Listen, I did the same thing early in my career. There's a few years there that I took off and you know, 
I think it wasn't, I wasn't a coward. It wasn't that I didn't have dedication, but I was mm. also young and I was in bands and like a lot of cool things were happening for me musically. And it was just way easier. It was like, I just showed up. I just played my instrument. I got wasted. I did whatever I want. There was girls everywhere. I was like, what am I, you know what I mean? Then I would go yeah. to this like smelly gym and get the crap kicked out of me. And I was like, you know, that's fun. But like somebody's like, see you tomorrow, same time. And I was like, no, actually, I'm going to go play a concert. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And I was like, I'm good. Yeah. So like for a while, I think I didn't really commit myself. And then I probably missed some golden years there. And then I, uh, but then I, I, I came back into it. And like I said, for me, man, I've always been lucky. Things just, they, they seem to steamroll for me at the right times and, uh, you know, keeps me in the game. So it's cool. Mm-hmm. What, what instrument did you play, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, I mostly played bass guitar. Um, bass guitar? Oh, yeah. And you still talk to your old bandmates as well? Well, we got an album out on Spotify still. Oh, really? Uh, okay. hey, plug it, plug it, plug it, bro. Plug yeah, it, bro. You can look, look us up under Blind Archer. B-L-I-N-D Blind Archer. Okay. Yeah, Blind Archer, man. Oh, sick. I don't know. That's not really the band name we settle on, but I just think we, we released the album. You know, we, 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 we're, not, we're not broken up, but we're... We're in a hiatus, so we. Uh, I think the other dude, the singer dude, just kind of slapped that name on there because I mean, we we definitely had some buzz, dude. Like we we played, you know, we, were, we used to play all over New York City, and like, and I can tell you some crazy stories, but I don't think that's for another day. But <laughs> like I said, we, we we played we played a lot of big gigs with a lot of big yeah. people, and you know, we were like one of those bands that pretty much everybody thought was gonna make a lot of money, and then just never panned out. And we were just like, all right. And so like, we never really broke up, but we just kind of just kind of went inside and started, you know, we've made more music and we did this and that, but the, we, we only put out one album and, uh, you know, we put it out a few years ago, but it was done for a long time. And we were just like, all right, let's put this album out because nobody else is. So, so it's out there. Blind Archer on Spotify or yeah, whatever gonna... iTunes can have a peek at it. Bad. Yeah, we don't yeah. suck, dude. We're pretty good. No, of course you don't. Of course you don't. Man. Come on, you're the legend <laughs> killer, bro. I'm <laughs> the legend killer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've got, I've got, I'm thinking, going back to the whole, um, you know, how it takes to be a wrestler, you're currently like an FTW tra- um, trainer, aren't you? Right, and I was the, uh, I mean, I love FTW, whatever, but yeah. I mean, that's that's like my own creation, so like people are like, yeah, big deal, but like, if you want to talk accomplishments, I was also the original WWN head trainer too, and that's the school for Evolve and WWN, yeah. and you know, I, I removed myself from that position, so I mean, I had that job for like two years, and then I just decided to focus on other things, but uh, yeah, man, I mean, I, I love training guys, I mean, it's, it's touch and go, man, sometimes it's really great, sometimes it's not, it just depends on the group you get, and you know, today's world of wrestling, it's a very mixed bag, because you get yeah. kids that, that and I say kids, they're still in their 20s, but you, you get guys that, that seem like little kids and they they just don't take it serious in the fact that, like, you know, I don't care what people think, you know, how how dangerous wrestling is or this or that or, you know, they toss around real fake, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't think they realize the level of athlete you have to be. Yeah. And, and they think because they read some things online that they're, like, the next, you know, they're like, oh, I can do, I'm, I'm the next CM Punk. And it's like, dude, you're, you got so much work to do. It's crazy. And like, they just don't. And then like, you know, you got to deal with like people's delusional minds. So then it becomes a bummer. But like when you get a group of kids, like, man, I got this group of kids, you know, cause I have a few schools. I got a couple in New York and Florida. So it, Florida and New York is a big difference. It's like, you're talking 1500 miles or 
uh, I believe, as you would equate it, I think it's more like 1,900 kilometers. Mm. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that's a I don't, I don't, don't quote me on that math. I'm just busting balls, but I, I, I think it's, it's close. But, uh, you know, they're far apart, the schools. And so I, I've been, I live down in Florida mostly. So um, this group I got down here, man, they're great. Like right now, this crop, these kids are animals. And it's great oh, to wow. see, like, like they, they're like taking over Florida. And I love it. Like I love watching it. And like they got a great attitude and they, they, they hustle so hard in the ring. It's so yeah. cool to be able to just like give them influence and, and, and bounce ideas off them. And like, you know what I mean? Even they give me ideas now. Like I, as I'm training them, I'm like, Hey man, what do you guys think of this? And they're like, Oh, you should try this and this, you know? And I'm like, all right, cool. And so it's a lot of fun. Like in that, in that regard, it becomes awesome. But like I said, when you get a bad batch, oh, it's like, it, it becomes a real, it's a real chore, yeah. but love okay. doing it, dude. I love doing it. And I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't see myself not doing it ever. Like, I mean, by the time I, I actually hang it up in the ring, I still think I'll be coaching and training people for sure. I mean, I think I was built for it. You know, like I, I have a really, I feel like I have a really good understanding of what people's bodies can do. Yeah, and sure. I have a really good understanding of, of, uh, you know, how to, how to make, uh, their brains click with them, you know, their emotions and their character click with who they are, you know, that's it. Could you could you give us a few of their names so that anyone we should look out for? Oh, hell yeah, man. yeah, yeah, dude. We got uh, we got Salazar. Salazar, got... he sounds he sounds sick already. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yo, Kevin Powers is gonna be the best, man. The kid is oh, wow. he's he's got something, man. Like I don't know, man. He's he's you know I don't know how to explain it. You look at him and you, I don't. You probably think I was crazy, but this dude's gonna be if he if he sticks it out. I think he'll be he'll be one of these dudes that. People will be like, I don't know, he's not your typical guy, but there's something real special. Him, DeAndre uh, Motion is a freak of an athlete, oh, wow. uh, and he's young too, man. He's real young and he's a beast. Uh, I mean, I, like I said, I can name, uh, and then like out of the New York crew, like Gabe Sky, who actually Gabe Gabe Sky was at the uh, he did the uh, the Barclays thing with me at Yams Day. Oh, that's him. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah he's real yeah. good. He's real good. Uh, good kid, man, and. Uh, yeah, there's a few others, but I could name them all day. I'm not going to say your name, everybody. But those guys are those guys are a good bunch, man. And, and there's plenty more in there. There's probably about six or seven other guys that are super solid that you know I, I didn't mention. But like I said, man, I've trained trained a lot of people, dude. I mean, like I said, I got a couple that are in you know WWE and Impact right now, and it's always good to see, man. I root for all of them, even the ones that I kind of lost touch with and whatever, man. I love seeing them win titles and feds, and you know, it's like uh, it makes me feel good because it's like I know I played a part in it. You know what I mean? I, I don't need yeah. I don't need somebody to jump out and pat me on the back, even if they don't. You know what I mean? I don't care. Like I know what I did, and I enjoy it, and I enjoy seeing them be successful. So That's it's it. pretty cool. Are there any um, current um, wrestlers in Evolve you did have a hand in training? They could be. Yeah, uh, Zelina Vega is one. Cheap shit. Oh, uh, You know, I mean, and then, and then, like I said, an impact. Uh, Angel Ortiz from uh, LAX. Sick. Oh wow. Uh, yeah, he's a good one, huh? <laughs> and, uh, he's good. Uh, man, his partner though. I did. I did not train his partner, and his partner yeah. is unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Like unbelievable. Mike Drastic, dude. Like, I don't think he knows how how good I really think he is. Like, I, I don't know. I don't think he's ever heard me really praise him. I like, I like breaking their balls a lot, those guys. Especially a few years ago, I was all over them. Like, just, just busting their chops all the time. But, uh, 
I mean, super good, dude. I'm super happy for those guys. I love seeing them do good. Uh, I watched a match actually when they when Progress came to uh, New York. And, okay. Oh man, they, it was LAX. Who was oh first? Yeah, Chris Brooks and uh, Jonathan Gresham. Jonathan Gresham is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Yeah, dude, this match was fucking insane. Like it was so good. Like I like it is rare, dude. Honestly, and I'm not I'm not afraid to admit it, man. Like I, I watch wrestling, but I'm not one of these wrestlers that's like all up on everything. And I can't tell you who's half the time, bro. I can't tell you who's who. Honestly, I, I'm like, all right, this guy's good, whatever. But like, if you're like, did you watch that match? I'll watch bits and pieces of it, especially if I'm there live. Like, I'll watch bits and pieces of it. Or like, if somebody tells me check something out online, I'll watch bits and pieces. I'll never sit and watch a whole match. Dude, I was glued to my chair for that match. I could not believe what was happening. Like, it was like one crazy idea after another, and everything was perfect. And I was like, wow. And the energy and everything that was coming out of that room was just 10 out of 10. And one of the, one, honestly, one of the best indie show matches I've ever seen, maybe the best, was that match. And I was like, wow, this is, this is something, man. And uh, all the credit in the world to those guys. And like I said, not just putting it over because I, uh, I had a hand in training Angel Ortiz because it's not even one of them. I mean, Drastic. I'll tell you right now, Drastic was <laughs> – he worked way harder in that match because pretty sure Ortiz got hurt pretty early. But uh, it, was, uh, it was just a great match. Those guys were great. Chris Brooks is great. Like I said, I wrestled him. I know he's great. And uh, Gresham, like you said, is one of the best in the world. He has a very unique uh, style and charisma. So, I mean – yeah, great match. So yeah, those are those are the two that would stick out. I'd say that I've had a hand in training. Uh, I mean, there's a few others here and there. I, I forget, you know, guys pop up, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, that guy was with me for a minute. But uh, did you did you have any like um according to we've done a bit we've done a bit of our Googles here. So you see right. that you had like a um a try at WWE. How did that go? And did you uh, meet anyone that you wanted to meet? Uh, I mean, I didn't set out to meet anyone. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you, I thought it went very well, man. Um, there were some bizarre things at the end, Mm -hmm. but I mean, they weren't really in my control. Uh, I mean, I'll just come out and say it. So I'm not talking cryptically, but, uh, so I had a, my tryout match was against, uh, Jarek, uh, 120. He's a magician gimmick. Oh, yeah. All right. Good guy. Very good guy. Very good wrestler. Um, and I understood what he was going for because he wants to involve his magic tricks in the match. I just don't know if the place to do that is at the WWE tryout. So I don't know. Like, I mean, I had to have that in my match and it was a little bit, I definitely maybe threw the vibe off a little bit or like took away from what I thought would be an otherwise really great match. Um, but I mean, like I dug it anyway. I, I I just in that situation, you just don't know what they're looking for. So I mean, I was just betting against that's not what they're looking for. <laughs> is, oh, wow. is is you know pulling a, a playing card out of somebody's mouth? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, like that's not my deal. But you know, I mean, we tried it, and uh, yeah. but like I said, if it, I mean, this is the most honest answer I've again ever given. You guys, I don't know, you got me in a good mood, so I'm just telling them, just letting you know, like it is. Yeah. But uh, I really do like the guy, and I really, I really was grateful for the experience, and uh, I thought it went really well. And and I'll tell you the part that I really thought I, I killed it at was, you know, I, it was no secret I'm not the youngest guy there by a mile, wow. and I showed up, and I'll tell you, 
there wasn't many people there, maybe two that were in any kind of shape close to me and were performing as athletically. And that's, I don't think it was just opinion. I think it was just evidenced in most of the drills because I was definitely putting up when they were counting it, I was definitely putting up some good uh, statistics. So, I, I mean, I, I felt like it went really well. And I, I like I said, I, I feel like there, the door might be a little bit open. So you never know. Uh, definitely want to see a legend killer in the WWE rings. No, honestly, man. Honestly, man. <laughs> Well, I hope so, man. I hope so. You know, I mean, I'd like a chance. Uh, I, you know, if if it never happens, the the amazing thing is with what's going on. Look at like uh, AEW, and and all this. Like now, that's a whole other avenue. And I mean, it's not just like some pop up, you know, small time thing. You got, you know, I don't know what the. I mean, I assume British people know what uh you know what the nfl is and how big a team like the jacksonville jaguars yeah are. we yeah we know that we know right and yeah. so having the people behind that from the from there i mean this makes it a huge thing and you know the talent level you got cody running things you got the young bucks you got you know probably kenny omega you got all these guys and i'm saying having a jericho and all this and then you have these guys and i mean these are these are top-notch wrestlers and performers and you know you add to that the the jacksonville jaguar people behind it and you know you got to think it's a major player and and you know whether whether or not anybody thinks it's competition that's debatable but what it does do is it creates an amazing avenue for wrestlers like myself to have another chance to do something on a really really high level you know what i mean and and we haven't even gotten to it yet but like i said you know, doing that Yams Day type thing and being in front of, I don't know, whatever it was, 17,000, 19,000, however many people in that sold-out arena, you know what I mean? Having, and just like when they ran all in and it was sold out, you know, when you when you have a chance to perform in a sold-out arena like that, it is a totally different world from, from you know, wrestling in a in a thousand-person venue or less. It is a totally different world. So how, how did the, the Yams Day... Um, performance come about well man it was just spur of the moment like i mean it was crazy it was like so uh you know somebody had gotten in touch with me and they were like you know they were like uh asap rocky and his buddies you know they kind of want this idea for this yam you know yams day is the celebration of the of uh asap yams who who uh who passed away and uh i think two years ago and uh so they they celebrate him with a big party every year and they donate uh money to his uh foundation or whatever and his mom heads that up so somebody said this year he's a huge fan of wrestling they were like you know we want to make a championship belt we want to want to like but they didn't want to do they didn't want to have a wrestling show they didn't even know if they want to have a wrestling match they were more like hey we just want the ring there. We're all going to perform in the ring. We got this belt. We're going to pass this belt around. There's actually a few of them floating around. So they're like, we're going to pass these belts around. We're going to like, just have fun with it. You know, like just whatever. So, you know, so somebody had contacted me and it was like, I, uh, I went there and it was, they just wanted a ring, you know? So I, we, we brought them a ring or whatever. And then it was like, it was like, but before, so before we even got there, I had spoken to 
uh, one of the one of the management, and I said, "Hey, like, do these guys want to want to learn anything, or like, so they could do it themselves, or whatever?" And so that was passed around, and somewhere along the line, somebody Googled me, right? So, so I guess they knew, I, and they were, they were like, "Okay, so you're coming specifically," and I was like, "Yeah," and they were like, "All right," and I was like, "Why? Does somebody want to learn something or something?" They were like, "No, no, 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 just just show up, whatever." So when I showed up. It was like I met a couple of the, you know, the management, a couple of the other, you know, a couple of the other ASAP mob guys and the, and the other, you know, there's a few other performers. And we were all just kind of goofing around and like talking and whatever. And we just kind of hit it off. And like, you know, they were, yeah, they were a couple of them were making jokes. They're calling me Triple H because like I got the long hair and I'm kind of big. <laughs> so they're like, oh, check out Triple H over here, you know? And like, so. So we're kidding around and this and that. And then it turns into like, they're like, yo, why don't you just wrestle tonight? And I was like, really? And they were like, yeah, that'd be sick. They're like, yo, why don't you wrestle? Like, and like, you know, we can, they're like, yeah, like, let's, let's talk to Rocky about it. You know? So I was like, all right. So like, I didn't, I let them handle it. Like, I was like, cool, man. Like, you let me know. So, uh, yeah, then they, they basically, you know, came up to me at one point and they were like, yo, like you have your gear here and and honestly it was so spur of the moment i had my gear there bro i was just that's the i'm in jeans right there <laughs> oh yeah it's just, yeah i saw you resting in jeans yeah i was wondering jeans, but it, it, looks, it looks cool it looks cool though the tie looks it cool did, i know it totally looked badass i know i just happened to dress cool what can i say but <laughs> the uh you know the, the, but it was yeah it was just jeans bro and 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 uh they were like hey can you get another guy and i was like yeah man and gabe sky lives right over there and I was like, let me call up Gabe, dude. Like, I was like, yo, Gabe, I was like, you ready to, you ready to go? And he, and, and funny, I mean, just to show you the, the, uh, you know, the, the indie wrestler mentality, he was like, I'm going to go check out this other show. And I'm not going to say the other brand, but he was going to go to some show. And I, I was like, Gabe, are you aware that we're going to wrestle at the Barclays Center in front of a sold out crowd? I was like, are you on the other show? He's like, He's like, nah, man, but I just want to show my face. And I was like, well, that's all cool, man. But I was like, I think maybe they'll understand if you want to come wrestle the uh, the Barclays Center. <laughs> so, and I don't think he believed me because there was nothing. It wasn't like, oh, so-and-so can't make it. Now you're wrestling. This mm. was like out of nowhere, dude. So yeah. I don't think he believed me or whatever. So anyway, like I was like, hey, man, just bring your gear and get here. You know what I mean? And actually, one of the dudes who was with me, uh, Zach Bruno, He's he was a, he's a ref, and so I was like, "Yo, Zach, did you bring your stuff?" And he's like, "Man, he's like, I bring my ref shirt everywhere, bro." So I was like, <laughs> "All right." So this kid just had it, bro. He just had a backpack with his ref shirt, and that was it. Uh, and and so I was like, "Well, we got a ref, we got a guy, we got a thing." And then it turned into, "Well, you know, let's uh, let's have a match." And to be honest with you, dude, ninety nine percent of it was not nothing was discussed. Like that was it. Like, and you could see. And you could see, number one, there's. It's not like they stopped the show and like announced wrestlers. Like someone had suggested that they do that, and like they kind of. I remember, like this is all. I mean, dude, this is in the same five minutes that all of this got decided. We're standing by this ring, which is by the sound booth, which is where the one of the production people are. That they're dictating. Some of the performers are like who who are like the guys that are performing slash like organizing the order of things. And he's like dictating out loud. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so blah, blah, blah. Then the wrestlers will come out. Uh, Brian Idol will do his thing, blah, blah, blah. But then like so-and-so's rapping and, and this and this and this. And like, I'm like politely trying to listen, you know, 
to to what they're saying because I'm like trying to so I know what I got to do. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm like so somebody's like not telling me later. I told you when so and so's on, you need to be ready. So I'm like trying to just be professional and have that already. And then like I came to realize that because they were like, oh, you know, maybe we'll all talk about it. Blah 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 blah. Nobody talked about nothing, dude. Like we, I was standing there fully clothed <laughs> until two minutes before I hit the ring. Like literally, somebody walked over to me, a lady that I had never seen the entire day. Was like, hey, aren't you supposed to be wrestling? And I was like, yeah. She's like, so are you going to wrestle? And I was like, yeah. She's like, well, then you better get to the ring right now. You know what I mean? And I was like, what? There's like 30 people in there. And she's like, wow. yeah, go ahead. And that was it. She's like, go. And she's like running in front of me, like looking at me with wide eyes, like I'm crazy. Like, are you coming or not? <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And you can see it. Like, there's video. Uh, I don't think it's it's out yet, but like I have it. I'll eventually put the whole thing out. Oh. And uh, so. You could see it, man. Like we're standing at ringside, and like people are like, maybe there's there's a ton of people in the ring. I don't and I don't know whether to get it or not. Somebody's filming me, and you could see I'm like looking around, like oh, what do we do, man? It was like out of a movie, and then and like someone's just waving us in, like just get in, get in, and like that's it. And we just get in, we just start separating the crowd of people that are in the ring. We square up and we start having a match, and people are all in the way, jumping around. I mean, dude, there's a, a moment where where Gabe goes to hit me with a super kick. And so, one of the dudes is jumping like around like a jumping beam, like he's about to jump in the way of the super kick. Oh, like he's gosh. about to get super kicked because he's too excited. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I mean, it was it was chaos, man. But like, it was a great match, and like I said, dude, completely on the fly. Uh, and I won the the ASAP title, and again, you know, I won the the Yams Day Championship, and again, no one talked about this with Rocky. I turn around and I'm celebrating and I see Rocky turn around and I look at him and I like, you know, he kind of like had his hands up. So I was like, yeah, and he turned the other way and I turn back and he's standing in front of me, kicks me in the stomach and gives me a stunner. And like, <laughs> I can't tell you, I'm not, I'm not BSing you, man. I can't, I swear that we did not talk to him about it at all. Wow. It's all the excitement. You can see yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. So round Yes, yeah, it was completely it was completely real, bro. Well, like, what would you rate the stunner out of ten? Uh it was pretty good, man. I think from the long angle, it looks a little bit more like people were saying it looks more like an RKO. But from the from the angle that I've seen, like the in-ring angle, like you could see, like I definitely take it on my knees first. And oh, he yeah. definitely he definitely lands flat on his butt. But like he did it with so much uh, like force. I mean, I don't think he's ever done one for real in his life. So when he did it, he did it with so much force that he sat down really hard. So like when we hit the ground, we both went straight down because yeah. it was like he really, you know, it was real, bro. <laughs> he, he really gave me a stunner. It was not, it was not like a soft, uh, like he yanked down on me with everything he had, man. And like, it was real. So are you willing to defend that championship against any other rappers? Uh, yeah, man. And it's something that might happen. So, okay, Soldier uh, Boy. It could happen. <laughs> Soldier. It could be, it could be, it could be Drake. It could be Meek Drake. Mill. Drake. Drake. We don't know. I don't recall. I, it could be, it could be Rocky, dude. I mean, <laughs> listen, ASAP Rocky, we, I, he, I owe him. He gave me a stunner. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah, he, I, he's, like, that's the start of a new feud, fam. That's the start of a new uh, rivalry, man. It could be, dude. It could be. Don't don't be surprised. <laughs> so, I mean, like, I'll tell you right now. I'll challenge him right here. I'm saying, you know, 
ASAP Rocky wants to fight me for the belt, we'll do it. Legend, so. Legend Killer versus ASAP Rocky. I'd, I'd watch that. I watched that. Yeah, of course. I think a lot. I think a lot of people would watch that, bro. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I, I mean, to call it a hunch, but I think it would be a very big deal if if I did something with ASAP Rocky for the Yams Day title. I could see it being a thing. So that'd be sick. So, I was going to talk about his big match coming up. So you've got a big uh, match coming up against um, JD Drake. Right? Yeah, 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 man. Everybody, everybody's talking about this one. I'm gonna have to really, I'm gonna have to really go hard, man, because normally yeah. nobody knows what matches I have coming up. But this, you're like the, you're like the second person on an interview even to pull it up, and I've, I've been getting messages about it for like the last two weeks since I put out that promo. But yeah, so it's me and uh, me and JD Drake for the WWN title at FIP on this Sunday. Well, and, that's where, uh, that's where that's where I rumble. The time where I rumble's on as well, isn't it? Yeah, are we on Sunday? Jeez, maybe it's Saturday. Yes. It's Sunday, yeah, Sunday twenty fifth. Yeah. yeah, see, man, it's a, yeah, far be it from me. So WWN's running against the Royal Rumble. So if you're if you're not watching the most watched pay per view besides WrestleMania, check me and me and JD Drake out at the Orpheum <laughs> in Tampa. When you win, <laughs> when you win, which you will, make sure you give us a shout out at WrestleMania. I will, man. If I pull this off, I will be I will I will be the first to uh it will be the first name I drop. I'll do it right on the mic. But uh man, I did not know that they're running against the Royal Rumble. Yeah. That's brilliant. Going <laughs> 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 back to the whole ASAP Rocky thing. Um sure. did you did you know about ASAP Rocky's music? It beforehand, um, do you have a favorite song? Uh, here's what I'm gonna tell you. Oh my god, do I have a favorite song? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let me just let me just put it like this. So, my little brothers, uh, they they we and I've helped them too. Like, uh, I mean, I pretty much taught them all the things they know about music, and so. Uh, my brothers Mike and Danny, they produce, uh, especially Mike produces a lot of uh. It goes by Mike the Mix, and he uh, he's produces a lot of, and not even just produces, but makes beats for a lot of a lot of bands like uh, Johnny Craig, Kyle Lucas. Uh, you know, I mean, there's a whole bunch more, man. I just forget, but like he's done some pretty pretty big tracks, and uh, you know, so he does he does a lot of a lot of hip hop stuff. And, uh, you know, even on some TV show he works on and they, they do, he does the music for it and it's very hip hop based. And so they, especially Danny, the younger one, he loves ASAP Rocky and like all, and all these dudes. And like, so I, I'm saying my favorite song is, is, uh, the one it's got Drake on it and a bunch of dudes. It's called fucking problems. I fucking problem. Yeah. Him, Bro. um, two chains. Um, yeah. Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, dude. Could Fantastic. that song be, could it be any better? Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. legit. So, yeah, man, and, uh, you know, I, like I said, I'm a, I, I was definitely already digging his stuff, and I knew who he was, and, like, you know, what I didn't know, I'll tell you, man, what I didn't know is that they were all as cool as they could be, man. Like, I, like you know, like, you ever just, like, meet people and, like, just hit it off right away, and you're just like, yeah. damn, like, there's just an energy there, and you're like, man, this dude just sees things like I see things, and like yeah, yeah, everything's yeah. cool, and like that's how it was, dude. And it was like, uh, you know, up until he stunned me and almost <laughs> broke my neck off, I would say, I would say we were we were on that wavelength. So yeah, you know, I definitely dig, definitely dig the music, dude. And let's call it like this: I respect guys that are total like badasses. And let's just talk about some of the women that ASAP Rocky's dated. This guy dated Iggy Azalea, Iggy Azalea Kendall yeah, Jenner, yeah. 
He, yeah. hey, I'm, he's got a new girlfriend, I think. I don't you know. See man, this guy, <laughs> bro, this guy, I, I, I dare say he's probably the only dude that can get as hot a girls as I can. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Brian Idol. <laughs> Brian Idol, man, the legend killer. So, so I am. So no, go finish us. I didn't want to. No, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying. I'm impressed. I'm as impressed as you could be with that guy, man. He is legit. <laughs> so I want to ask. Um, do you have like a favorite hip hop album that you enjoy or the current stuff? I'm not the craziest about, man. I like the classics. I love Tupac, man. You know, I love the song. I always love the song. Hit 'em up. Uh, Hit I mean, Tupac, Tupac's got so many good songs, dude. Like I love, like only God can judge me, and I mean, like you know, all, all the obvious ones, like. You know, that people would be like, oh, you know, like, oh, yeah, you're some you're some big Tupac fan. Like, you know, all the all the hit singles. But I mean, those are hit singles for a reason, dude. They're just yeah. so good. And uh, I mean, you know, I like I like, like I said, I like all the old school stuff. Dude, I love Bone Thugs and Harmony. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to say I have the most extensive uh, hip hop uh, repertoire. But from from the stuff I listen to, I say it's pretty solid because they're all classics, you know, and uh I've been lucky enough to like, you know, meet some of these people, you know, because thanks to, uh, you guys know about like insane clown posse, right. And like, yeah. uh, the gallery yeah, and the juggalos. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so Kevin Gill is the guy that was running, uh, juggalo championship wrestling. And, uh, Kevin Gill does a lot of organizing also for the gathering of the juggalos. So he's brought me there a bunch of times to work and, uh, you know, he's awesome. And because of him, dude, I got to meet guys like Coolio and like, you know what I mean? Like, like hip hop legend, Bone Thugs. Like, and, and like I said, man, I couldn't have done it without Kevin Gill. So, you know, he's the man and awesome, awesome, awesome wrestling commentator, by the way. Wow. And, uh, you know, I think he's done live commentary. I think he did one of the translation ones for New Japan. He does, uh, he did the GCW Spring Break ones. He does, uh, I mean, he, he's, he does live commentary a lot of places. Super cool, man. He once hosted a Bachelorette glow-themed wrestling party with me. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, with, a bunch of, with a bunch of old ladies, and it was amazing. Oh, wow. And uh, we had a lot of fun there, man. But yeah, Kevin, KG's awesome, man. Kevin Gill, pretty cool yeah. guy. Look, um, question um, here we've got here um, is that, what match of yours would you recommend to a first-time viewer? You know, I would just say go with something new, man. Uh, you know, there's one. It's short. And, and like, I'm big on, like, just brevity. Like, mm. I, don't, I don't need you to watch me put on a clinic, man. Um, yeah. I like, I mean, if you were like, okay, what's a short, fast introduction to, like, who I am or, like, what my deal is? I like me versus Darby Allen because it's, like, a four-minute, five-minute match, whatever. Mm. And I get a bunch of cool moves in. And I look cool. So, I mean, that's a good way to be like, hey, who's this dude? I also mentioned it before, and I'm not, I don't like the gear I'm wearing because I just started doing the, 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 the character, so I didn't quite have my outfit together yet. But I actually really like that match I had with Chris Brooks. And uh, like I said, that was, uh, that was, I believe, the Weymouth Pavilion. Uh, oh, wow. Dare to Dream maybe was the show, but it was, uh, again, Fight Nation. That's on YouTube if you type in Brian Idol versus Chris Brooks. Yeah, and so the Dar the Darby one, Chris Brooks, and I just had one that I put up there, and, and I don't think they're supposed to be up there, but I don't really care. What are they going to do? Yell at me? So I put up a couple, and I love. I got one with Snoop Strikes that's dynamite, I think, and uh, that one is a very well-rounded match where it's very back and forth, and we get a lot of cool spots in, 
and it all makes sense and the ending is pretty cool and I really dig it. So I would say those three matches, me versus Snoop Strikes, me versus Darby Allen, me versus Chris Brooks. You can't go wrong with any of those. Uh, except the Chris Brooks one, I am wearing shitty looking trunks, but you got to give me a break. <laughs> I just, I just started doing the gimmick, man. I didn't have my gear made yet. So it was like, I was going to England. It was like, what am I going to do? I need trunks. So I went with the white trunks, which I liked. They just didn't fit great, but you know, and, and now that I wear pants, I don't ever want to go back to trunks. I, I mean, I look good in them, but I like pants, dude. They're more rock star. I'm a rock star. I need pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, no, you might as well go ahead because mine, mine's like a rap. <laughs> you guys are fucking English uh, gentlemen over here. Just, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you uh, insist. You no, uh, I, insist. I, I was gonna talk to you about. Apparently, you've been that you was in um, the wrestler. I was. I was in the movie The Wrestler, bro. Yeah, that's sick. Talk, talk to us about that. Okay. So, and, and actually, you know, this was totally crazy. So it's one of those things. One day, somebody, uh, the guy's name was Evan Ginsberg. I guess he was an associate producer, is what they titled him as. So. I had maybe just started uh, the FTW company. This is 2007. And I had just like, I had just been coming back to wrestling. So like we're, we're like six months into a comeback where I've been out of wrestling for maybe three years where I, you know, and I was like, all right, it's time to wrestle now. And uh, I get a call one day from, from Evan and he says, you know, you don't know me, but somebody gave me your number. He said that you started this company and that, you know, you might have some access to some guys. And I want to tell you that they're doing, like, an open casting. wrestlers, And so they want you all there. They want you. And, you know, they're, they're doing some parts of this. Would you like to go? Like, sure. And he was like, would you like to bring some people? And I said, sure. So, like, of course, I call up all my buddies. And I'm like, who wants to go? Half of them are so jaded because it's pro wrestling. They're like, yeah, dude, we're not doing this shit. So, so imagine like I can name like three or four people that just passed on it outright. And we're like, well, we're not even going right. So anyway, so we went, and uh, I actually had my my brother with me. He's a wrestler, uh, yeah. and and so we went, and you know we read the parts, and we actually made very good friends with Ron Killings that day. Yeah, by the way. it's awesome, dude. It's been yeah. years since I seen him, but we had a blast with him that night. But uh, so we. We all went, we did the audition, and, you know, it was the kind of thing, I mean, truth be told, tell it in the most positive light, but, like, the truth is, so after the audition and everything, they agreed that they were going to, you know, give me a part in the movie, and they were, you know, a little known fact behind The Wrestler is they were very interested in Sabu. Oh, really? And <laughs> nobody at the time could find Sabu. Lo and behold, I was, like, training with him off and on. So, like, he would come stay with me, we'd go work out at my school, Blah, blah, blah. So uh, he was currently at that moment in Mexico. He was like MIA uh, for, for Impact or TNA, whatever you call it. So he was like like almost basically hiding out in Mexico, working shows. And so he flew back. I told him, listen, man, you got to get here. Like, this is real. And they, I told him they were offering him a lot of money if they wanted to use him, you know. And mm-hmm. so, and, you know, they ended up giving his part to Ernest the Cat Miller. So uh, nice. Sabu came and I, you know, he read for the part and they just decided he wasn't right for it, even though they technically based the idea of the part on Sabu. And the proof is, if you watch the movie, so when you go to audition for a movie, you have to read yeah. your sides, you know, so they, they, they you, you know, they slate you and you read your sides and, and, and uh, you know, you go in a room basically and you say your name into the camera and then you, you start reading the part. 
and they film the whole conversation they have with you. Like they'll ask you, you know, you sit down and they're like, hey, what's your name? And you'll be like, oh, how are you doing? And they'll just chat with you and they'll ask you questions, right? Just to kind of get a feel for you. And it's all recorded. So first thing Sabu does when he sits down in the chair there, the guy goes, Darren Aronofsky looks at him and goes, I was like, oh man, what's that scar on your arm? And he points to you know, <laughs> Sabu's bicep. And Sabu, you know, he's very, you know, man, a few words. And he's like in his deep voice, he's like, oh, this, he's like, oh, it's a barbed wire match with uh, Terry Funk, blah, blah, blah. Right? So if you watch the movie The Wrestler, Marissa Tomei asks Mickey Rourke what happened to his arm when he's in the strip club. And he goes, oh, this. It's a barbed wire match. Like, and like, wow. me and Sabu like lost our mind when we saw that. We were like, oh my God, dude. Like, they just stole that right out of when you sat in that chair. Like, it was too funny, bro. Like, they must have showed that scene to Mickey Rourke. Like, just say it like how he did. Like, just don't sound like he didn't sound proud of it. Like, it wasn't like he was like, oh, this thing, oh, I got it in a barbed wire match. He was like, very like, oh, this. He's like, oh, barbed wire match. And like, Terry, and uh, Terry, put. Mickey Rourke says it exactly like that in the movie, and it's too funny. Like, they totally took it, you know? And uh, so, yeah, and they gave me a part in the movie, but, like, they gave me a part in the movie without actually telling me, because what they did is they actually filmed matches live, like, at a show, and they just put it in the movie, and they made us sign releases and put it in the movie. So it was kind of shady in the sense that uh, they got away without really giving me any money even though they had promised i don't know ten thousand dollars to me yeah and uh, so i never got i'm probably killing my own movie career right now because i'm also an actor so somewhere darren aronofsky will hear this and be like fucking bury me down the ladder but <laughs> i mean truth be told dude they promised me 10 grand and i helped them pick the the spot for the the reason why wasn't just for being in the movie it was they they needed help finding to where to film the last scene of the movie mm-hmm. and it had to be in new jersey and I found a place because I had played a concert there. And then it turned out I found a wrestling show that the Grim Reefer was on from like, I don't know, 10 years before that. And Reefer had the DVD and I brought it over to him and I said, this is the place. It's in Dover, New Jersey. And he was like, and, and the director's guy, I mean, the assistant guy was Mark Heyman. And he said to me, uh, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. And then he sent me an email like a week later and said, no, 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 we're not going to use that spot blah, 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 and then the last scene of the movie, what do they do? They use that spot, and there's an ROH show, and that's the scene where, you know, he jumps in the ring, and it all goes black. So that's, uh, I picked that building, and uh, I never got my 10 grand. I was in the movie The Wrestler. The rest of the experience was really cool. I still wouldn't mind if Darren Arnowski would like to mail me a check for $10,000. I would sure appreciate it, because that's what was promised to me, and if not, whatever, man, I'm doing just fine, but, you know, you owe me $10,000. So. <laughs> that's crazy so, um, have you done any other acting roles oh yeah man I, uh, <laughs> I so I actually I had taken a break you know man I focus I like to focus on you know things at a time and when I got back into wrestling I kind of stopped with the music and not because there wasn't anything going on just because I was like okay I want to try this I want to really focus so I went back to wrestling I gave it my all I've been giving it my all and it's only been until recently where I was like, okay, man, like I, I did the, the WWE tryout and I'm like waiting and waiting and waiting. And I'm like, okay, so this year I got back into putting myself out there for acting. And right out of the gate, I got cast in a Richard Grieco directed horror movie. You guys know who Richard Grieco oh, is? Richard Grieco, yeah. let me see him. He was like the, the other Johnny Depp in the 80s. Like he was on 21 Jump Street. 
uh, with, with Johnny Depp, and they were like the two hunks. And then, like, uh, you know, he was like in a couple action movies back in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Man, I can't think of that. Yeah, I can't think of that. Oh, man, what's the name of that movie? It was great. Uh, he was like a high schooler. Oh, man, I can't think of it. I think it took place in England. Fuck. Um, what movie? Oh, if looks could kill. It looks cool. Yeah, yeah. That was a Richard Grieco movie. Yeah. yeah, man. So, <laughs> so I got in that movie, but now uh, that was actually the first thing right out of the gate. Or no, actually, not true. Uh, I did a good. It was called Good Friday, and it was a teaser trailer. They haven't made the movie yet, but it was like the pitch to get it, you know, financed. And it was like me and one of the dudes from The Sopranos, uh, and I played I played a wrestler in the movie. Like I wrestled in the scene in the movie, and that's what got me back into uh, SAG, which is the Screen Actors Guild Union, and all yeah. this. So that got me really going again. Then, like I said, almost immediately after I got cast in this Richard Rico movie, Annabelle or whatever, Annandella. I don't remember what it's called. It got anyway. It got postponed now because they had problems with the location or whatever. So actually, it's on hold until. I mean, they told us they were going to contact us around summer, so that's coming up again. So we'll see. But uh, I was super pumped about it because Richard Grieco was totally cool with me, man. He he even did an appearance. He got a couple appearances on uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which is a show I love. So okay. I was super psyched to work with Richard Grieco. You know what I mean? And I have so I had a couple correspondences back and forth with him, and I was like, wow, this is totally awesome. But anyway, that's on hold. And then uh, you know I've done I worked on an IKEA commercial back in the past with a with a little kid from uh, Bad Grandpa. Oh, wow. And uh, I did. I just did a a, a local band's uh, music video where I got to play like the the hunk guy, mm. and uh, it was totally fun. It was, yeah. You know, I mean, it's not a huge budget thing, but it was it was cool, man. I was glad to do it with them. And uh, also, I took uh, an agency hired me and took a bunch of pictures, and they are using me on. So far, I got picked for one, but they're they're saying there's going to be more, but for romance novel covers. Okay. Okay. So I yeah I talked about this another show where so I'm on the I'm on the cover of a romance novel and it's like called Animorphs. So I turn half into a cat. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody loves this. It's gonna be my new thing. I think I should just become that. Should be my wrestling character, like a half man (laughs) cat. cat. Because people love this shit. But yeah, so it's ridiculous. But yeah, so there's a genre of romantic literature out there for ladies where. They're very excited when handsome men turn into half cats and romance awesome. them. So, I mean, which makes perfect sense because girls love yeah. cats, girls yes, love guys, yeah. guys and cats. You combine them, you got the ultimate thing. <laughs> the ultimate know, every every girl's dream. <laughs> so, would you say there's any like similarities between acting and wrestling? Oh, dude, it's all similarities. Like, here's the thing, man. I think, and and, and look, now I sound like a hack because I'm going to tell you. I think acting is easier, and the reason why is because everything's got their, uh, you know, their ins and their outs, and there's things that make it challenging. But like pro wrestling, dude, is acting and performing at the same time. Like you have to athletically perform sometimes while you're crying. You know what I'm saying? Like that might call for that. They might be like, no, 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 you're really embarrassed. You're crying. And by the way, you, while you're crying, you need to climb on the top rope with all the tears in your eyes, look around with all the tears in your eyes, and then jump off and land on the guy, not kill him, and make it look good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're like, that's really fucking hard, man. 
And you're like, you know, and if you told that to most actors, they wouldn't, they'd be like, I can't fucking do that. You know what I mean? They're like, what do you want? You want me to cry? I'll cry. Don't make me fucking jump off a fucking rooftop. You know what I mean? So I think it's actually harder. And I think, I mean, like I said, to be a, to be a amazing actor, to be, you know, Tom Hanks, I don't think it's easy at all. Mm, but okay. I think, you know, to, to be a basic actor, I think it's totally easier. But I think once you get into being a very talented, you know, to, to, to make somebody believe you're that character and to make somebody get behind it, it's very challenging. But all in all, to me, it seems a lot more possible than to do the same thing and have to perform physical stunts. You know what I mean? Mm. So I'm going to say wrestling. I'm going to say wrestling's harder, bro. But they're both they're both related. It's both performance art. And it's, uh, you know, and I think that's what makes makes it special is the people that that really are are talented at the acting aspect aspect and the entertaining aspect i think that's uh that's how you become the best okay if, okay if you talking about the whole performance and stuff who would you say is the best who would you say is your like the best ever wrestler you've ever seen perform <sighs> i mean it's that's tough really, it's really hard dude i mean there, there's so many times where you know this particular performance but you know I, my list of the greats are probably no different than anyone else's dude I mean, it's just different things. You know, you want to talk guys who could speak and who could make you feel things with their, with their emotions. Jake the Snake, Roddy Piper, yeah. uh, you know, guys like that. Then you go into guys who, who had all the skill and the look, like the Triple H's and the Macho Man and, like, yeah. uh, you know, the, the you know, Brett the Hitman Hart. And, and you know, like I said, then the guys that are just all charisma and, like, and just like, you know, something special. You look at a Shawn Michaels. So it, it's really hard to just pin it all on one guy as a total package. And then, and then when you know, when you start to know about wrestling, you learn things like the guy that always blew me away. And I mean, people know he's good, but like I named all these names and I didn't name them. And I'll tell you, he's every bit as good as all of them. Uh, Mr. Perfect. Yeah, Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Cut ahead in. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Ridiculously good, dude. Read. Proper sick. He was a total, total package. One, he was. He had it all, man, and he was just at a high level right up until when he died. And yeah. uh, you know, so like I said, it's a really hard, really hard question to put that in, you know, because there's just all. I mean, like it's not the best wrestler ever. It never would like if you rate him on that scale, he's a zero. But when you're a little kid, the word looking like how he looks and doing what he does. who's better you know what I'm saying so, mm. so it's really tough it's really tough man they're, they're all all the legends for they're all yeah, legends, man. And, and so I don't know if, if there's a such thing as the best or whatever but there yeah. are I mean it's, it's unique you know all, it's all the same the guys that are that good are all the ones that put their heart and soul into it you know man mm. and, and if you do that that makes you the best I think so so the answer is any one of those Think to that, those guys are the best. Okay. Yeah. I want to quickly ask you a question. I'm not too sure if you're like if you're still like, if you still watch WWE or whatnot. But um, in terms of the women's division, I want to know who do you think's the sexiest wrestler? <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, I, don't know if I, I go with vintage because I think if you said pick the one that I was most 
blown away by consistently. But yeah, Trish Stratus was one that I always that was, was impressed yeah, by. Yeah, Trish Stratus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you know, like like I said, I mean, I, I, it's hard for me to look at, like, since I became a wrestler, it's hard for me to look at the girls as, as you know, attractive or this or that because, you know, we're all in the same boat, man. It's like it, they're not really my sister, but they might as well be, so I try not to. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, yeah, I mean, the obvious ones that you look at, you know, they got a lot of sex appeal, and, I mean, good for them. That's, I mean – they should be. I mean, not that they should be, but it's it's a very big plus when when the female wrestlers are also gorgeous women and they kick ass. I mean, that's a pretty great combination. Yeah. <laughs> so who doesn't like that? <laughs> <laughs> I've got a random question for you, Brian. Yeah? Sure. Sure. So um, you're standing next to Vince McMahon in the lifts. That is stuck. That is stuck. What would you say to him to break the ice? Uh... <laughs> 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 I would say. If I get you out of here, can I have a contract? No, I don't know. I, I mean, like, I think I know a way out, but I'm not going to tell you unless you give me yeah. a deal. Uh, no, uh, I mean, what is there really to say? I mean, it's a, it's a tough question. I mean, I just, I guess I'd just start talking to him and I'd just be like, you know, so you're Vince McMahon, huh? And then, I mean, you go from there, really, and be like, well, I'm also a wrestler. I guess, you know, so the first thing I would say is, hi, by maybe I would just look at him and say, how you doing? Brian Idol, pro wrestler. And then he'd probably look at me and be like, Vince McMahon, I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think Vince McMahon would like you, man, honestly. I feel I, like these, these, these um, rest, like, obviously, these other promotions need to look at, you know, people's struggles properly and see, you know, what they're about. And you, you've got something there, man. You're sick. I appreciate it, man. And like I said, I hope I get to have a conversation with him in the near future because I agree yeah. with you. And I think, I think we are like minded where it counts. Mm. And, uh, I think, uh, I think, not I think, I know this, man, and, you know, everybody could say this about themselves or whatever, but I, I honestly can tell you, man, from the way my life has gone the last few years, I am 100% ready to contribute to the, to any company that is legit, like, yeah. on a high level. Like, you know, right now, it's it's the WWE, and I'm, I'm, I mean, if they put me there tomorrow, I'd be ready, I'd be like... I'm not saying that they don't want to teach me things differently or whatever, but I'm saying like I can adjust quickly. And uh, like I said, if push came to shove and you had to put me out there on, on Monday Night Raw tomorrow, put me out there on Monday Night Raw tomorrow. I'm totally Jeez, ready to do that's it. it. Totally that's ready. It. That's it. And Nafi, what would Yo. you do if you were stuck in the lift of Vince McMahon? Yeah. Um, uh, I'll say, yeah, Sam Brian Adol, man. Sam, my guy, Brian Adol. And maybe manager. And that is the best, and that is your best bet of anything you could say. I recommend you write that down, and I recommend if that happens, that's what you do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Anyone in that position. Um, last one, Brian, before we go sure. off. Um, so, if you were to have a dream match with any wrestler ever, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh, man. I mean, how could it not be Hulk Hogan? Can I wrestle Hulk Hogan, please? Thank you. Oh, my. Hey, listen. <laughs> but listen, bro. Like, like oh. honestly, oh. like, you're, 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 my, you're my friend today, bro. I like it. You're <laughs> doing well for me, fam. Like, all these guys were cussing me. Hulk Hogan's one of the best dude. wrestlers, man. Honestly, man. Yeah, go on. I want to wrestle the Hulkster, bro. I would yeah. love to talk trash and take him. I mean, I pretty much do in the gym. I break his balls all the time, man. So, <laughs> I mean, you know. I feel like we, we, we get on each other enough, but I feel like in the ring it would be amazing. But uh, I don't know if that'll ever happen. But I, oh, I think Brian, I think you'd have a great match with Chris Jericho, honestly. 
Oh, I think, yeah, yeah, I think, I think that would be, yeah, I think, and again, I think it's possible, you never know. I think you guys could put on the clinic. Ton of respect for him, man, ton of, uh, as a wrestler, I'll tell you, quietly, one of the dudes that I regard as the very best in this Thank era, you. especially, not, not like some legend of yesteryear, he's still doing it now, and he's yeah. still awesome, and like, and I'll say this. In an era where everybody was basically, you know, putting, you know, just like putting it all on CM Punk saying, oh, my God, he's the greatest thing ever, blah, blah. I remember when him and Jericho were like having their little thing. And Jericho was by far the star of that. Like, oh, made CM, he made CM Punk look like shit in the ring, dude. Like, not not look like shit like, like you know, like the match was bad. Yeah. Just, if you're a wrestler and you know what you're watching. He was dragging CM Punk through some of those matches, dude. Like, it was like, wow. Chris Jericho was like a whole page ahead of him. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it was, it was obvious. It was obvious. I'm the best in the world <laughs> at what I do. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, nah. Jericho was legit, man. He's, he's still legit. Like I said, hey, that's possible, man. AEW, you never know. Yeah, man, AEW, I'm looking forward to it, man. Hopefully, you know, if if you ever go to AEW as well, let us know as well, man, if there's anything pop. But I don't, I don't think you're going to disclose that for us anyway. So, yeah, yes, yes, see, man. Oh, man, you never know, dude. I mean, there's there's options open for me. You never know. Yeah. So, if you go to AEW, please do take the Legend Killer. Yeah, yeah, please take it, man. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it in my first feud with Chris Jericho. Oh, oh sick. Even better. I'll declare, him, I'll declare him a legend, and then I'll kill him. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Even better. Even better. <laughs> But yeah, man, Brian, thank you very much for this, man. Honestly, man, we're like we're so honored to have you on our show, man. Uh, I appreciate it, man. Guest, honestly, man. Um, is there anything you want to like shout out? Any plugs you want to do or some sort of? Ah, uh, man, you know, just check out. Uh, you know, every now and then, pop your head over to ftwwrestling.com, see what's going on over there. And uh, I mean, that's it, man. Just uh, I don't know. I consider I, I've already said KG's the man. Uh, you know. I mean that's it, man. Shout out to you guys, man. You guys rule, man. Plug your show. Yeah, send man. me all. Send me all the links. Let me. Let me do what I can for you. Uh, when's, when's the full everything. footage of the Yams match coming up? Uh, I'll be releasing it in bits. There's there's some stuff happening, so you'll see. So okay. let's just see how that all shakes out. But it should be exciting to watch it unfold. Yeah, yeah man. Seeing it, man. Look nice seeing man. It. Well, yeah, man. Let's well, switch places for a sec. Is there any questions you would like to ask us? Ah, uh, yeah. nah, man, I don't know, man. I, 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 we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and my question is, yeah, man, we're going to party when I get to England, right? Oh, definitely. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, I'll be there. So, like I said, as soon as Billy – there you go. There's my shout-out. Shout-out to Billy Wood. Get off your butt and finally book the dates and get me back over there. Yes. And, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah man, and get me in this IPW and let me come hang with my bros. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man, guys, that's been um... – Wrestling's podcast with um with Brian Idol. Brian Idol, keep shining, keep doing your thing. You know, hopefully we'll meet one day in London, man. I think and so, yeah, bro. That's no man. But yeah, we're out. Peace. Good thanks. To, thanks again, guys. Good night.
you please.